Hello and welcome to Females with Fire. I'm Carrie McGee, an empowerment coach for women looking to escape overwhelm and gain confidence. This season, I'm connecting with women leaders who demonstrate resilience, strength and spirit. It is my wish that these shared experiences inspire and support you when faced with the challenges life can bring. Today I am chatting with Latoya. Having recently written a book about her rise up from rock bottom, including abuse, rape, controlling partner and traumatic birth, she shares insights into how she was able to push through, gain acceptance and love for herself. Today we are talking with Latoya. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. Great. And uh, you've had you've got a very big story and you've re- you've recently written a book about it is that correct yeah i um i felt a call to write a book for a really long time and i think i just kept putting it off thinking that i wasn't ready yet um but at the beginning of the year i just thought i'm just going to write for my own therapeutic healing basically and see what comes of it and then yeah, 6 months later and i had a finished manuscript which was Pretty amazing. Yeah. yeah. Really massive task to write a book. Mm. So did you have you had any experience in writing before or was it something you just thought Went with? No. Yeah. Um no, I haven't. Like not professionally, definitely not. I've always ever since I was a little girl, it was kind of a way that I could escape. So I'd often sit in my room and just fill notepad upon notepad with like even like non-fiction, uh, fiction story, sorry, and then journaling and all the rest of it was a way that I felt a voice inside of me got to sort of come out and um, show me a little bit more about myself or how I was feeling. So it's been something that I always have gravitated towards and um, had in the back of my mind that I wanted to eventually pursue. But, yeah, I guess life happens and four kids later and I just never made time for it. And, um, yeah, but this year was a huge awakening and I just decided that it was now. I needed to to take it up now. Yeah, take that next step. So, as I said before, you've had... A huge awakening and a, a massive journey of growth and self-discovery. Yeah. Can you paint our listeners a bit of a picture of your life before this mm-hmm. transformation and coming to the point where you decided to write your story? Yeah, so um, well, I'm, I'm 32 this year and basically up until a couple years ago I was living outside of myself. I was brought into the world and lived within a family where there was a great disconnect with emotions and feelings um i never bonded with my mom it was i felt there was always just a huge space between us um and i felt really alone so i constantly sought life um, out externally and wanted to find love externally and tried to change who i was or how i dressed or what i did or the way i spoke Um, in order to find external acceptance and um, someone to, I guess, love me unconditionally and and keep me safe because I'd never really experienced that myself. So I guess within I knew that this love and that feeling was possible, but I hadn't yet come across it. So I 
I felt like I kind of booted up and went out on a trek to try and find that thing to fill this void and complete me. And that led me to things like abusive relationships, like date rape and, uh, yeah, just like a lot of toxic situations, friendships that were completely one-sided and Mm. um, birth and pregnancy trauma. It, Yeah, like I just felt like I never, ever caught a break. Mm. It was snowballing and sort of gathering momentum. It was, yeah. I often used to sit back and be like, am I here to play out some karmic, like, consequence or something? <laughs> yeah, it because, does feel, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was just one thing after another and then I'd stand up and dust my knees off and I'd be kicked straight back down and something else would happen and I was like, okay, what? why am I attracting these people? What is this teaching me? Why can't I be like the people that I see online on Facebook or Instagram or my friends or whatever? Um, and I felt like something was wrong with me. So, mm. it, yeah, it was horrible. And um, I never really found peace. I was living with depression and anxiety and and going to doctors trying to find something just to take the edge off. Like it was um, not a nice space to be in. But it was only after I nearly lost my son. Um, so I had my fourth baby and... I had I suffered a horrible pregnancy with him and the birth was almost just as horrible. And then once he was born, he got taken away from me and put into intensive care because he couldn't breathe on his own. He had a collapsed lung, so he required mm. a whole heap of surgery. Um, and once I, I felt like once I had that boy in my arms and I could go home, then I could just start like working on my kids and my Um, marriage was falling apart at the time as well so but I got home and I was just living in survival mode and I had no support around me no one to help me and it got to the point where one night I was sitting by myself my kids were asleep and I turned to self-harm and I realized that I hadn't really been dealing with anything I hadn't been surviving I had just been placing it all upon my back and now it was way too heavy to pick myself back up again so it was time to really do something different and dig deep and work out how to rise from here because I honestly in that moment just felt like that was it. Like Mm. I I couldn't do it anymore. I couldn't fight anymore. I had nothing left. Um, Yeah. So Yeah, well, you said you were living or felt like you were watching it from outside of your body and as you've described every scenario, that you have all experienced that you've been through. It definitely seems like you you were watching that. After the, the sort of the catalyst of having your son and almost losing him, what was it within you that helped to, to I, I suppose, bring you back to yourself to then make the choice to, to make that change? I think it was honestly like sitting in rock bottom and looking around and being like, the only person I truly can rely on through any of this is myself. And I know that something within me beyond my story, beyond my pain and everything else, there's something in there that has this healing energy and I really need to just strip away everything and sit with her and be with her. And um, that's kind of how it started. I went to the beach 
not long after and I was feeding my bub and I looked up at the trees and it was like all of this stuff just started pouring into my heart and I heard words like you are loved and you are enough and you are worthy and all of this stuff that I never would have said that to myself in my wildest dreams. So I was kind of looking up going, where is this coming from? Um, and it almost felt it was authentic, like it came through authentically. But when I sat back and, and I guess started thinking about it and labeling it, I was like, well, that's not, that felt inauthentic to me because mm. those words weren't something that I, that I truly believed. Um, so it was just that it was really just starting to pull myself apart and dissect myself and, and just let go of my mind and everything that I'd been taught or, um, or had experienced and just sitting back and being like, you know, there's more to this and this is teaching me something. And unless I sit here, I'm just going to keep repeating all these things and my life will never be the same. And, and truthfully, I didn't want that for my kids. Like uh, I wanted to change and break those patterns so that they never had to face, mm. you know, anything like I've been through before. So, um, yeah, it was just ownership and reflection and, really delving beneath like situations and understanding that that didn't happen to me it was happening for me so that I could learn and grow and let that go so I never ever had to be there again um I always say to my friends when they're asking me I was like I feel like if my awakening wasn't as brutal then I never would have listened like I needed something to really come in and just beat me over the head with a stick so I'd actually wake up and be like okay this is not serving me anymore like you cannot live in this mindset you really need to tune in and start to reflect on the people that you're gravitating towards in your life and what they've come to show you and even recently like I just realized I've come out of a really toxic um, marriage over the past year and a bit and I sat there and I kind of had all this anger and grief towards him and then I thought if I really pull that back a step, I have done that to myself. Like I've abandoned myself by not speaking my truth and respecting my boundaries. I abused myself constantly back then when, you know, I, I didn't show myself love or respect my body for what it was doing. Um, and these are the other things that I suffered at the hands of somebody else but really if I took it back, and was honest with myself, that's exactly what I was doing within. Um, so it's just been a massive, massive, like, lesson in ownership and um, and reflection and, and realising that it all starts within and that's where we need to go um, first and foremost, I guess. Yeah, it's very powerful. What um, did you do to create that self-awareness? Because when people or when you are stuck in such a challenging situation, it is very hard not to place the blame and because uh, and, you know, put responsibility elsewhere. So, yeah, yeah what helped you foster that kind of self-awareness? I'd love to say I hate this because people always go, oh, it happens to time and I get so frustrated. I'm like, I don't have time. Like, mm. I, I need to sort myself out right now. But it, can't, it was really scaling it back and just being like, okay, it's not about in five years. It's not about in 12 months' time or six months' time or even a week. It's literally just right now. Like I need to be with myself right now for, and accept everything as it is. 
I just started reading. I started writing. I started going to places where I felt like I could just let everything go. So for me, that was out in nature, whether it be at the beach or just sitting on the grass. And I started speaking up. I think it was I really just needed to accept all of the parts of myself. And this is one thing I'm really passionate about is a lot of people see healing and spirituality as all love and light and that it's not the case at all. It's really about um, honouring those darker parts of yourself, accepting them and loving them regardless. Mm. Um, you know, I've faced emotions like jealousy and insecurity and like hatred, which was a huge one for me to sort of sit with and accept. But it, it was getting to the point where I was like, you know, you know what, I'm human and those things are okay and we are allowed to feel them and that doesn't define me. But they're not going to go away with ignorance. They're not going to go away by just trying to focus on the light that's, you know, like up in front of you. You really have to sit there and honour that and and get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Um, and it was just by sheer force of putting myself in those situations and and going and doing that in places I felt safe, like, you know, the beach or the, or, um, or out the park or whatever, like it, it just came about by, yeah, letting go of my mind, sitting in stillness and honouring all of that. And, yeah, just visualising things that I loved. I had to, you know, when you're in those places, especially with depression, you really do get stuck in your head and worst-case scenario. Um, and it was just stepping, trying to step out of that and hold yourself and be like, this is not happening to you right now. Like, um, just sit with it, be with it, cry, scream, do whatever you've got to do. But just know that you're not alone, even, you know, in those moments where you truly feel like you are. Mm. Um, and that was my whole life, basically. I always felt like I was doing this on my own and um, it it took quite some time for me to understand that I may not be able to see um, what's holding me and supporting me around like my physical body, but I can feel it. And it's just about honoring that and I'm really trying to feel into that all the time. Yeah, that's really interesting. You say that as trusting what yeah. is actually inside of you and what that's bubbling up and telling you. Uh, exactly. It seems to be quite a common theme for women. Uh, mm -hmm. in that situation as well yeah. were there any key things that you did that really helped bring you up and help to heal you my writing was a huge one and everyone's going to um, heal in different ways and no two paths are going to be the same but for me it was journaling I know like well every time I journal I'll sometimes write out a question and I'll be like I really don't understand why this is going on or why I'm feeling this way and it's almost like something takes over my hand and the pen and written out before me are the exact answers that I need and that's a huge message that I want to get across you know like not I went to healings and I went to meditation circles and you know like some people don't have the means or the tools to go there and truthfully they are an amazing support but they're not an essential thing like everything that we need is already inside of us and we just have to trust that we know exactly what we're doing and it's about um, tuning into what feels good and what lights you up and or those little um, butterflies that go oh hang on something's off here like it's 
just about yeah, really um, honouring yourself and trusting yourself and listening to everything that's inside of you. And and that is kind of how it all unfolded for me. I started reading and learning little things about um, switching off the mind and separating that ego voice from what your heart is truly telling you. And they were all amazing tools, but it, at the end of the day, it just came down to really um, listening to the voice within me. Mm-hmm. And with all that writing, is that something that, and journaling, that led you to write your book? Yeah, so um, even when I was little, I always just saw myself as a writer, whether it be a journalist or an author or but, yeah, with the journaling and just seeing the messages that came through, I thought, I wonder if I could do this on a bigger picture. And um, I did get stuck in fear for a little bit and I kind of the, the title of, like, writing a book put me off. So what I would end up doing each day is I'd sit and I'd sort of quieten my space and pull a tarot card and I'd look at that tarot card and be like, okay, well, to me this represents like xyz and then I'd literally just start writing about that so and I just kept going and going and going until I feel like I'd said my piece (laughs) and Mm. then went back to the beginning and started piecing it all together um I didn't want to write in chapters or structure or anything I really just wanted to honor the voice of my inner child and and the pain that I was feeling and that victim like that lived within me because I feel like you know a lot of like teachings have us do the whole, oh, don't sit in victim mode. Like, mm. But, again, like it's that ignorance. We can't ignore that. We have to really love that and accept that and sit there and just hold them. And um, I really felt like the inner child within me had some stuff to say and that's what my book was about. It was giving her a voice, acknowledging her pain, showing her that I love her and I hear her and, um, and that she has a story to tell. So... Um, my book was an opportunity to give back to myself for that and really just trust that my story was what it was, like especially in abusive relationships where you're told, you know, that's not what happened. Or um, And I did, I questioned myself for so long going, oh, maybe they're right, maybe it was me. Um, so the book was all about, you know, just honouring, no, like this is my truth and this is how I felt and, Um, my pain and my story and all of that is exactly as it is Um, and it's time to share that and start to say no more like I love myself and I'm going to rebuild and none of this will define me but it definitely will give me the experience to rise and live in a life that I never even imagined possible. And what did it feel like to have finally finished it and review and, and look at that book? It was amazing. I remember reading back over it and I was kind of like laughing at my own jokes and (laughs) and reading and going, holy, wow, did I actually write that or did that really come through me? Um, So it was really cool to read it back and I'm I'm really excited about just doing that forever now. Like I just want to write and I want to share and I want people to know like how amazing and powerful they are and um, that we do have this ability, especially as women. We're so divinely connected. It's mm. incredible. And we do, uh, like, we suppress that because lives are busy. And, you know, we're so busy running around in our mind and ticking off the to-do list and being a mom and a wife and all the rest of it that 
we do ignore those parts of ourselves and those parts of ourselves are so imperative and essential and and um yeah make us magic (laughs) yes absolutely is there any one key piece of advice that you could offer our listeners about what you've learned in your journey that would uh, help them going forward? Yeah, I guess it is, like I said, just honouring that that unity in the light and the darkness and um, we don't need to be ashamed for those parts that we all too often keep hidden. Um and, you know, sharing your vulnerability or your pain or your struggles or whatever not only opens your heart up to healing, but it might just be that one thing that the person next to you needs or, you know, we need to, yeah, just be transparent and and share all of those parts of ourselves so that we can truly accept them and love them. And, and um, yeah, from there, I guess everything is possible. Wonderful. So uh, for our listeners, if they would like to get a copy of your book or, or reach out and connect with you, where can they find you? So I'm on Instagram and I do have a website, which is Um The book is still going through all of the stages, but I'm hoping yeah. to have it released early next year. Wonderful. But I do keep a weekly um, blog online and I'm still sharing. I feel like this healing journey is actually never, ever over. So I no. still share all of the ups and downs and the stuff in my world and the things that, you know, like I'm going through to date. So, yeah, that's all online as well. That's wonderful. And I'll pop it up onto my website for where you can connect with Latoya. Thank you so much for speaking with me today. And, um That's been wonderful. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Females with Fire. If you enjoyed the show or have any questions, feel free to subscribe, leave a review and comment. You can also connect with me on Facebook in the group The Fearless Female Forum, where we focus on all things empowerment and confidence. I would love to see you there.